Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Trio of Positivity Podcast. Looking at some long faces on camera here. Looks like we can use some positivity today. But thank you for whoever's listening to this. Thank you for joining us today. You guys know by now, we are a Chicago sports podcast, where we try to bring some positivity into your life based on the things that happened last week. But, you know, with these teams we like and follow, sometimes it's hard to find. I'm your host, Bupen, joined as always by my positive, positive brigade members, Miller and CJ. Boys, how we doing? I love it, man. Doing Whoa. good, brother. I'm doing good. Whoa. Actually, <laughs> bringing the energy as usual, <laughs> CJ. Well, well, here, I completely forgot to do something before we started recording. So if you are following this podcast for quite some time, we tend to love beer, whiskey, and sometimes vodka. But what well, you don't, what you don't know, good, CJ. What you don't know is we always do a cheers before we start recording, which we did not do. So, cheers to you guys. Love you. Cheers. Um, cheers to our vodka drinking there. Uh, I feel like now we are good to go. The energy might be up, but we are all kind of feeling a bit not normal, I guess you could say, right? Everyone yeah. seems to be... Yeah, but the energy combined will uh, allow us to charge through. Well, yeah. that and the liquor hasn't hit us yet. So I'm pretty sure once the liquor hits, the end of the episode is going to be as energetic. And from what someone told me, as horny as last episode. So oh! I, think we're right on the, I think we're on the right pace here. Is that the feedback you got from last episode? That is a feedback that I got from someone who wished to remain anonymous. <laughs> And it was Don't mostly be- directed towards me. So, <laughs> so thirty three percent of the Trio of Positivity podcast was apparently exactly right. what some people wanted. Hey, winter's coming, you know. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> it's yeah. funny enough. That's the that's what I got in trouble for last week. So, um, a quick social plug, guys. You can find us on Facebook under Trio of Positivity Podcast. We're also on Twitter X, whatever that's called these days, at Trio Positivity. Today, we're doing things a little bit differently, boys. Uh, instead of just talking about uh, news that stood out to us, we'll flip it, you know? Uh, it's a little football-heavy content today. We'll start with the Bears preseason news wrap-up, whatever we want to call it. We'll then go to the Miller's Bears corner. because He got a couple of studs out there waiting for him. Uh, then we'll wrap up... Um, Sorry, we'll talk about the Cubs, obviously. We may or may not mention the other team that plays in Chicago. And then we'll wrap up with three Bears game that stuck out to us. We kind of got a little bit of an announcement too, right? Should we save it for the end, boys? What we're going to do in the NFL season? Should we save that towards the end? Sure. The other t- <laughs> Yeah, well, so we can save it to the end. Listen, we yeah. all know I don't do much with our agenda. Sometimes I forgot we had an announcement. So yeah, let's <laughs> save it towards the end. I don't know if it's a full announcement, but it's not an announcement. Okay, I wanted to. I wanted to confirm before. Okay. <laughs> I was it's a deep dive into the, the bear thing. schedule. That's what it is. It, it it is a deeper dive with, with some concentrated efforts here and there. But 
Now, uh, that being said, boys, let's get this show on the road. Quicker we get started, quicker we get out of here. Uh, let's talk about the Bears preseason, right? Preseason's over. Weird three games we watched. The starters played a couple series in the last game. I'm still trying to gr- get a grip on what this preseason schedule will look like moving forward. But um, just wanted to throw it to you boys. Um, you know, um, we had some surprise waivers, surprise cuts, um, you know, a surprise quarterback two on the Bears. Where do you, where do you guys want to start? Anything that stood out to you? The floor is yours. Well, let's do a quick player recap. Let's start there talking about the preseason and some players that um, I believe uh, shined the brightest, if you will, or dulled the most, um, whatever your fancy is. Uh, The three biggest players for me that stood out that I really wanted to recap is obviously one, Justin Fields. Uh, His numbers look good, but his performance was probably more so on the mediocre he did go five for nine for 180 yards and two touchdowns. Obviously, three of those plays, those pass plays went for over 40 yards. Take it as you will. Um, definitely had some inconsistencies uh, during the two games that he did play, which is definitely concerning. Uh, the next one is his offensive mate, DJ Moore. Two catches for 102 yards and a touchdown. Can't wait Let's to see go. him play. Can't wait to see him play in a real game. He is looking electric. He's breaking tackles. He's yards after the catch. It's great. And then finally, on the defensive side of the ball, obviously, Stevenson, our cornerback, he's really stood out to me personally. Uh, It looks like he's solidified that cornerback two spot as what we would thought. This last preseason game, he had an interception. He finally got one. Um, But... He, I think he had a total of 11 tackles, two pass deflections during uh, the, the preseason, these three games. So he's really stood as a bright spot on our defense, especially because he's a rookie. So those are three guys that um, kind of got had the spotlight on them all of uh, the preseason and kind of lived up to it. Yeah, a gr- great call out there. CJ, anyone that anything you want to bring up? Any players? Yeah, so any- I love that Miller went player specific. I want to take it into the bigger level and i want to preface this by saying the preseason did nothing for me it did not get me excited for the season it did not get me hyped to see what the team can bring i think as we stated multiple times on this podcast i think the new preseason schedule is, is very much affecting that i think only a couple teams now play four games um if they play the hall of fame game um and so i feel like this last game should have been a game to show not only the opponents such as the packers coming up which we're going to talk about later but also to give the fans something something to get excited and i i'm i'm just meh i'm 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 excited for week 1 but in comparison to what Hard Knocks is doing for the Jets and what the Jets did that last preseason game, having Rodgers play multiple series and get the crowd hyped that that stadium is not is no longer Giant Stadium. That's that's a Jet heavy stadium now. Um, it got them excited, and and for me, we didn't get any of that. So 
hopefully with what we're going to talk about here in this episode, it might get me excited because I believe in the positive brigade here. But meh, it was meh. The preseason was meh. That's it. Um, for the hard knocks enthusiasts, hashtag Jet Life Stadium. That's, but that's such a great name too. You know the shirts are already out there. To your point, wouldn't that detract you? Because I know it detracted me. The performance specifically of the offense has really brought me down a notch. I really expected more. I mean, you look at the Steelers, you look at another second year quarterback in Kenny Pickett. You got just more lighting DJ Moore. Well, I understand that. <laughs> but overall, the offense was I mean, yes, the first game, negative seven air yards is the one stat that st- sticks out to me. The fact that all he did was throw it behind the line and let his playmakers do his thing. Maybe you can consider that a step in the right direction. For me personally, I wanted to see balls down the field, and we only had one or two of those through the full preseason. Now, obviously, when your offense doesn't move the ball and you have to force to punt, you're not going to be out there for a, for a half. Well, you may be out there for a half, but you may only get two series. Now, in this last game, he did take a hard hit that led to get him basically getting benched after that. But I think he had two series and some change, Justin Fields I'm speaking of. So, I don't know. For me, I was really expecting more, um, and it just really didn't come. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I I get what both of you are saying, and I think I, I kind of concur partly there. What I thought of this Bears offseason, and this may be a positive look, CJ, so feel free to shut me down. But All right, the, I'm ready for it. The, the way I was looking at it was, it's basically like a reset. I know this is year two, but the whole Nate Davis thing, right? I was reading something today that he, he basically was like a negative force. He was not giving his effort. The whole thing he wasn't practicing and stuff like that was actually like probably like a self-benching from the team kind of a thing. Evil Flues took him out. Like they had conversations. Supposedly he was not giving his at all, things like that. People we have paid money, like PJ Walker, who has like $4 million, $2 million guaranteed, he got cut. Um, people like, uh, who was I thinking of? Someone else that was, I think Leatherwood, right? Who was very high expectation. I think the team's like kind of doing a reset on like kind of building the culture a little bit from the ground up. And again, very optimistic take. I know, feel free to shut me down, but that's why I, I will, looked at. I will say I don't like the word reset being used in that format because reset to me. It's not the right word. It's. I think. It, I think it's a culture change. If That's anything, like they're yeah. trying to imp- improve it. Honestly, though, you guys said this a while, and it was brought up in our group chat with our friends about Eberflus is getting these guys to play, like they want to play for him. Like it, it's a team first. I didn't see that either. Like I, like, and that's the thing where I love having discussions with you guys because you guys are are opening my eyes to how I should probably see the team. But then the inner nerd in me is like, Justin Fields hasn't thrown the ball. The offensive line hasn't shown us that they can protect them. Granted what happened last game, obviously. And we're really excited about DJ Moore. We forgot about Daryl Mooney. We had never talked about Mooney. And he was one of the guys that we were really high on thinking that, hey, when DJ Moore comes in, 
it should open him up. It should, because he was our quote unquote number one last yeah, year. He, has, he has was he, our number one last year. Has, so has he hence, played? Has he played? I feel like he's been not as visible. That's that's and that's the point that I'm trying to make but with this whole preseason. He's thrown as the a ball whole. nine times. But either five way, five catches, two by more, one by Herbert. Okay, so that, I mean, there's only two catches. But that's out Fields. There. But that's Fields. There's other quarterbacks during the preseason that they could have thrown more in there too to get more reps and whatnot. But hey, it is what it is. This, the preseason is essentially over, right? I personally just didn't feel like this team got me excited. I get that, I, and that's the, one of the reasons why I'm down on them. I'm not up on them. The preseason is preseason as it is, but I'm down on them because of that. I expected more, and it, going back to Boopin's point, I, I I believe it is what the GM and what the coach are trying to do is they're trying to find players that fit their culture and fit their scheme, and and they're trimming the people that don't, regardless of talent level. I know Iberflus came out uh, in regards to Travis Gibson, and he said that he wasn't a fit. He didn't fit the scheme, or it was Ryan Poles. Ryan Poles came out and said he didn't fit the scheme, so they had to set the, to go different ways. Uh, they felt he was better in the three-four defense instead of the four-three, so they had to go separate ways. But they wish get, him the best. I get so that, but that's what they're trying to this. do. Let me ask you this though: Don't you feel like that then, as a fan base, we're divided? Because wasn't this the year that we were supposed to see uh, not playoff? I mean, th- you can't go that, that far, dude. Playoff contention. You can't I, go listen, that far. Listen, it's the preseason. I, I understand, but let me let me explain my thought real quick, and then we'll switch to your corner because I, I don't want this to to take too long here. But there are people out there that think the Bears are a playoff team. There are people out there that say. So I saw someone say the Bears are going to go twelve and five. Saw that too. I laughed my ass off. I laughed my ass off, and I'm a Bear fan. What I'm saying is, if you're hearing that, hey, we want to improve the culture, and they should, because it's year two under their under their regime. But we also have Fields, who we said is a make or break season. That to me is like you're gonna get so many of this, so much collision between the fan bases of like, hey, yeah, we're still in a whoop de doo rebuild, but it's not really a rebuild. But also, no, we're not in a rebuild. Explode because of fields. We are on the way up. We are not in a rebuild. We're not tearing down. When I say people don't fit their culture, it doesn't mean that they're they're extremely pro bowlers that are getting thrown to the curb. It's guys on a fringe. That's what they're they're getting rid of the guys on the fringe. We are not in a rebuild anymore. We are we are here. And now it's time to start performing, and we can do that. It's not hard to perform. It's not hard to win seven games as an NFL team. So where's also, here? Also, where's also here? realistically, also realistically, Sorry, we won three games last year, right? How can we be worse? Like with all the upgrades we've made, we will win more than three games. I, okay, I, I'm, but in, I'm not ready to say playoffs. But to counter that, but to counter that, why do people think we can win twelve? Okay, so we're going to we're going to speculate on one guy that put it out there. No, there's But people, here's listen, the thing. Twitter, the bottom Twitter line is, all, is or what, X, whatever the fuck it wants to get called. It's there's a bunch of people. It, we the over a, under for the Bears is seven and a half. That's what the, that's what the over under is. So that's what Vegas is saying. The bottom which, line is we have is one of the line. weakest. We have one of the weakest schedules in the NFL. It's very easy if Fields and the offense take some next steps to realistically think that this team can win eight or nine games. Now, if they don't, 
then we could be picking number one next year. I mean, some the the problem I see with the NFL is the bottom teams are really going to be bad. Arizona Cardinals, they may not even have starters playing, I think. They're getting rid of everybody. Um, Indianapolis starting Jonathan Taylor's MIA, r- rookie starting. So the teams that are bad are really bad. And the teams that are like, you know, mid- there's a lot of teams in the middle. And there's some top-tier teams. So this will be an interesting year for sure. But, but the, uh, the NFC doesn't have really any top-tier teams. Exactly. More which is so. The AFC has the top tier teams. Right. A hundred percent right. So th- again, and the good I've- thing going for the Bears, the good thing going for the Bears is the we only have one key injury right now, and that's Tevin Jenkins. Everybody else is supposed to be healthy going into this game. So you should have a pretty good squad. Now, obviously, question mark still on the offensive line with with uh, Lucas Patrick probably going to be playing centers. Question marks there. But these are professionals. One guy shouldn't make or break a game, especially Tevin Jenkins. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Awesome. Um, all that Bears talk, uh, we're going to bring it all the way home, Miller. Uh, penultimate Miller's Bears corner. Couple mm. of studs. Couple of studs standing up there. Couple of studs playing in the middle of the field. Who you got for us, buddy? Oh, yes, they are. They play in the field, baby. The whole entire field for the Bears. We got two boys came to us from free agency. One so from the Bills. Two plowers. That plow two field? plowers, if you will. You're I don't welcome. know if a linebacker is a plower, but we'll go with it. One from the Bills and one from the Eagles. That is our new free agent pickup linebackers, Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards. Whoop, whoop. We're trying to find our guy after Roquan left, so we'll see if Tremaine Edmonds steps into the fold. Uh, he's He is a pro bowler. He came to us on a pretty rich deal. Um, he is one of the best in the NFL, that's for sure. He had over 100 tackles for five consecutive seasons since coming into the league, and 22 was his overall best season. So he is going to be a perfect fit for this defense, um, theoretically. That's what they say, at least, so we'll see. And he's expected to serve as the Mike linebacker on the, the squad as well. Uh, TJ Edwards, on the other hand, was was praised for other ways. It was praised as one of the biggest steals in free agency for the signing. So uh, he came to us from the Eagles. He's coming off a season where he posted 159 tackles. That is a lot of tackles. So uh, he's going to be our will linebacker uh, on the defense. So those are the two guys came to us via free agency. Uh, we didn't get the defensive front like we wanted to in free agency, but we definitely uh, improved the linebacking core, which should theoretically help the run defense. We know we got gashed multiple times last year. So Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards are the two linebackers in Miller's Bears corner. I love it. Mm. I love nice. it. Good work. I believe, Good work. I believe our group chat was also pretty hyped about the signing of Edwards, right? I Both. was. Like I feel like there was a lot of talk between the comparison of Edmonds and Roquan. But yeah. I mean, the age is on Roquan's side, right? He's younger and it's hard to argue. But like both of these have been like performers at an elite level. So again, I am hyped. Will they be the long term solution? Will they spend the rest of a career with us? Probably not. But I think there'll be a good stopgap as we work out 
you know, some good kings on our team. So I am pumped. I am pumped. Talking about pumped, let's bring it to the north side where the Cubbies play. Mm-hmm. Boys, couple of tough series. You guys, are, you guys are doing well. You guys are, you know, winning record, catching up. Tell me, tell me what you got going on. All, all so, the nines and eights flying out there. What you got? So I just want to point this out. I've I've been meaning to put this in the agenda and I forgot. If you don't include the two games that the Cubs played against the White Sox, the Cubs have won five straight series. They have not lost a series. Uh, the last time they did was against the Yankees, which was August 9th was the last time that they played. Yeah, and then they have won yeah, some clutch I, I heard games. Some, they have won yeah, some heard, clutch games too, like eight, nine innings. You score some runs, come back and win. You guys are playing, definitely playing on a high. Yeah, to Chris's point, I, I heard today since I believe I, uh, it's something ridiculous that we are sec- CJ's point. We are we are second most in series one since maybe the All Star break. I think we are at a eleven series. And the only team in front of us is the Dodgers at 12. So definitely winning series, which is great to see. Like we've been talking about, we had this 12-game stretch over these last two weeks of weak teams. While the Cubs didn't meet our expectations, they definitely delivered going 8-4. and four. It would have been nice to see a sweep in there, but that just didn't happen, unfortunately. But 8-4 and four is definitely something that we can be positive about. And on top of that, since the All-Star game, um, well, not since the All-Star game, in the last 37 games, the Cubs are 26-11. and 11. Talk about a winning baseball. And boomage. Not only that, the Cubs are winning close games. Like, was one, what was it? 1-0 and then 3-2? Like, to take that Brewers series, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, that was... I know some people don't like that kind of baseball. They want to see what we did, which was 10 and 1 against Pittsburgh, 10 and 6 against Pittsburgh. We get it, but these are the games that excites us because this is the closest that we can get to playoff baseball. Um Steele was quoted that it felt very much like a playoff atmosphere when he was out there. And I'm very excited. It's it's very exciting. It's very exciting. They're doing exactly what we asked them to do, which was to win series. They are three games out of first place with Cincinnati going to Cincinnati for a four game stretch. So it's another part of this where it's going to get tough. Miller, I believe you have a note here about the remaining series for the Cubs. Yeah, definitely. Um, We have nine series remaining until the end of the season. Six of them are with potentially contending playoff teams. So, um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun September. We have meaningful baseball. That's all that matters. Going back to the, the, the stadium and the crowd, uh, I was listening to Nico Horner talk and he said, you know how all the infielders now have earpieces. So they kind of know what pitches to expect. Well, he had his, he had his earpiece on max volume and he still didn't know what pitch was going to be thrown at the end of yesterday's game. So it, it's, the crowd is electric out there. Playoff baseballs in Chicago. While many people would have thought it might have been on the south side, it's on the north side. So it's definitely, it's definitely fun, and it's definitely intriguing watching all these games. 
Uh, talking about Southside, I, I heard there's baseball being played, but no one's ever heard of him. You know, sell the team, Jerry, please. Thank you. Um, that's all I have to say about them. I just can't wait for us to get the former Sox players, Lucas Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez from the waiver wire. Thank you, Angels. So we'll see if the Cubbies pull one of those rabbits out of the hat here in the next few days. Okay. Okay. Uh, flying high, Cubbies. Give me a rating. Are you joining me, Miller? Are you joining me? No, dude. I already told you. Nines and tens are for World Series contenders. We're not there yet. I'm sticking. I think I was a six last week. I think I did go down. So I'm, I'm going to go back to my seven because winning this Brewer Series was definitely, was definitely the cherry on top. Riding high. Give me a nine, baby. Riding high. Give me a nine. This is the happiest. This is the happiest I've been watching baseball. Um, even even though I still regret turning off the game because I had something to do for the White Sox. Um, you mean the shirt ah, off? The shirt off. Yeah. So sweet. I, I. It feels good. You know, it it just feels good to win the three twos, the one nos, whatever lowest denominator possible. It feels really good, and the pitching has gotten. A little bit, but we just need that to hold, hold, and we make a run towards the end. And I, I still see them winning the North, if not wild card. And if you give me a minute, I'll tell you where where we stand on the wild card because that's what that we me. were. We are one and a half games up at a minimum before the night games. So, so something um, must have occurred because now I see we are plus two, yeah. and. Cincinnati is actually one game out, so this series against Cincinnati is actually going to be important. Yep. So, Boopin, did I convince you <laughs> last week not to use the word that I used last time? Where are you at? I'm going to go right in the middle. Four. <laughs> Jesus. A four? Your Better team than a three. is trash. Hey, meh, you know. We we did some good things again. I, I'm I you know I hold judge I hold the right to go back to zero anytime I want. <laughs> I think I'm I'm good with that. You know, again I I heard there's a team on the south side. Sell the team, Jerry. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All that being said, boys, let's take a quick break, and on the other side, we'll cover some of the big games the Bears have coming up this this year. See you on the other side. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to like and follow the Trio of Positivity podcast. And be sure to join us next week for the Packers preview. And by the way, we have a special guest. Miller, out. Welcome back. Awesome. Uh, I hope you got a chance to refresh your drinks because we are coming in hot. Coming in hot with some Bears games this season. Man, I cannot believe it's football season, boys. It's football season. We're about to get started. Oh, man, I cannot wait. Um, we know you love your fantasy, you <laughs> gambler. You. I, I may or may not have a problem with fantasy. Uh, that's that's for my, you know, my therapist. But There's free websites for, my... for that, by the way. <laughs> to play more? <laughs> if that's what you call it, yeah. Uh, no, um, so I, I am really excited. Um, all of you, you guys, I'm sure, have been doing some fantasy draft. We did a couple 
someone was in the fantasy draft. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Before we started this, but um, right before we started this uh, this uh, podcast here, one of the early episodes, I think, we did a bear season prediction. I don't know if you boys remember. It was early, early on. But we went through their whole schedule and we like kind of ranked wins and losses just based on things we knew at the moment, right? I think this was post-draft. Uh, I think it was episode two, three. I have a bad memory. Boys, we, remind the, drinks are, uh, the people listening to the podcast, the drinks are hidden. So this is the part where we we know what we're talking about, but the drinks know a little bit more if you know what I'm saying. So it yeah. was. we'll just say that it was our earlier episodes where we kind of got a, a glimpse of, of what happened with the draft. And I believe we were very excited about the DJ Moore side that we wanted to do the very early prediction of our schedule. But I think what we're going to do right now is we're going to talk about three games that we think are very important to us. And then we're going to review those predictions and see if anything changed. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to start it off for you, boys. Week one. Daddy's gone. (laughs) The owner, the previous (laughs) owner of Soldier Field has now decided to go east. To the Meadowlands, we play against the Packers. Given everything that we've discussed, how are we feeling about week one? I'm ready for a new king of the north. Oh, I nice said echo there, bud. God, <laughs> we, we, we had a whole thing about echoes, and I still I was slamming was... my hand down on the table for dramatic effect. Oh, it was dramatic. It was effect, <laughs> all right. You freaking morons. The effect was that all our <laughs> listeners just left because like an echo in their ear. <laughs> there were there was an accident because someone went off the road because of the <laughs> I don't know, uh, man. The Packers have been getting a lot of good press lately, which is very concerning. And as we've discussed, the Bears are getting a lot of bad press because of our offense inefficiency. But it's gonna be an exciting game. I don't like the fact that we're starting the season off with the Packers at home. I would have much rather played them in Lambeau, so that way we could have not had the expectations of of a must-win game right off the bat. But it should be interesting. The Packers, uh, I heard one analyst say that this is probably the, the best Packers team last year. The 2022 is the best Packers team that Aaron Rodgers ever played for. That was one analyst's um, take uh, on that team. And the, and in reality, I don't think their their team has changed that much uh, besides Rodgers leaving, but which is obviously big. But So we'll see. The talent around Love is there. He just needs to perform and, and, and take the next steps, which we don't know. Hopefully he doesn't, because if he does, I don't know if I could survive with, with more Packers fans. Okay. Let me paint a picture for you guys, okay? It's week one, okay? Bears are playing a team rated really high, way higher than them. Some moron fans are in the stadium despite a monsoon, okay? (laughs) And guess what happens? Guess what happens? Wait, before you paint this picture, can I say that one of those idiots got the perfect (laughs) coverage so we were not drenched in said monsoon? But continue. 
No, shout out to CJ for hooking us up with probably the best seats in the house. But this was week one last year. 49ers came to town. They Again, they are always one of the higher rated teams. They have a good O-line, a good D-line, provided Monsoon was in our favor. But we have done this before. I, I don't want the Bears fan to, like, take this negatively. I think we'll be an average team at best this year, but I feel like we handle business. Take the W. I mean, I, I mean, I think the Packers are average too, but it'll just see if we've done enough in the preseason to come out fighting. But you also have to remember with that 49ers game, they were also sporting a now backup QB, third string QB for them, who's now been traded to the Cowboys and Trey Lance. So what does that really, really show? I mean, I feel strongly. I feel like how much we gave Trubisky uh, to move up uh, to pick Trubisky to the 49ers. I feel like this is karma coming back to them. You guys are forgetting that there was an injury during that game that affected the 49ers. The quarterback got injured. It was not that game. I think it was the game. It was not that. It wasn't that week. I mean, it was monsoon. No, Trey Lance wasn't injured that game. No, but I was saying, I was saying it's it's karma coming back to them with what they did with Solomon Thomas and Trey Lance. But I I diverge. Uh, that's the take. I I say we win. CJ. Um, given given what I said, which it looks like, Boopin, you're saying win. Miller, what are you saying? Loss. That is a switch from what you predicted earlier and it is this is this is the exact reasoning i didn't want us to post anything about the games that we were going to talk about i got the exact reaction that i wanted i still believe because we didn't see shit from this team in preseason i'm sticking with a loss yeah i don't think we get it done all right i mean love love is the variable right um, no, the Bears are the variable. That's yeah. that's the thing. Like you're making it seem like the Packers have something to prove. They actually don't. They're in a better position of expectancy than the Bears are. Yeah, that's why I said what I said. With I wish we were in Lambeau because then the pressure would be on them. Now the pressure is all on the Bears because they need. It's almost a must win. They need to come out of the gate fast. The Packers have taken a step back. They don't have Rodgers anymore. This should be a winnable game, and I think because of the lack of efficiency during the preseason, I don't think they're going to get it done off the bat. All right, let's go Bears. Let's show these non-believers well, what we hold can on do now. Now, with the whole non-believer bullshit, though, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about, and it's a perfect transition into what we believe is the second most important game for the Bears, which is Week Three against Kansas City. At Kansas City. Now, at this point, I want to start off. You yeah. guys, please you do, guys, please you do. guys on, please the, do. on that episode predicted losses. And I was the lone person to predict the win because I believed in the slow start. And you know what? I'm going to be a homer. I'm sticking with the W. I think we steal. We steal this game. There's going to be more games in between that we get. Uh, we get to see more of the offense. I think this is the game that DJ Moore fucking explodes. This is 
the game. This is the game that puts the Bears in the map and will be. Well, I'm, I don't want to say what our record is going to be because we're going to talk about the whole schedule again. I, I'm, I'm predicting a W on this side. I don't know why we consider this a big game. I guess it's just because it's against the Super Bowl champs. But I mean, realistically, I think the Come Bears on. are going to get destroyed. It's Nagy revenge game. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But isn't he? Is he actually the offensive coordinator now? Yeah, that happened. Um, CJ working his way back up to being shit again, huh? CJ, help me understand, like how we get a W. Like, do we like kidnap Mahomes before the game, or how how do we do this? So, so here's the thing: I think the defense steps up in this scenario. It's one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL. I I think the Bears just have a better underdog appeal than any other team in the NFL. If you're thinking underdog in the NFL, the Bears have to be top two. I mean, Lions are probably the poster child of underdog. I would say the Lions are probably the biggest underdog at the moment, but they have more upside. I mean, So with that being said, though, I believe with a lot of the stuff that we've done on defense, the defense keeps us in. And because Justin Fields can move around, he's going to get the play... He's going to keep the play alive. Like He's going to keep us in the game. But the reason that I say DJ Moore, I don't think in the first two games we're going to see a lot of what we expect from the Bears because it's going to be a slow start. And so I think this is the game where Eberflus is going to go up to him and say, hey, that's your fucking old coach that fucked shit up for you. I'm here now, bitch. Show him what, show him what you could do with me here instead of him here. I think that's that's I don't think it's a revenge game. I think uh you just this is, basically spelled out revenge. No, that's not revenge. That's proving a point. This is a statement game. It's vengeance. Three. It's not revenge. Yes. It's vengeance, Miller. It's vengeance. Uh okay. No, dude, I, I love drink it. drink your Kool-Aid. <laughs> Bro, I, I love it. I freaking love it. Uh with the Buccaneers in week two, damn. That that would be a good, good, good way to go. But so oh. I'm predicting W. What are you guys predicting here? <laughs> I I, I cannot. I cannot. It's a loss. They are the best team. They are the returning Super Bowl champs. Come on. Like I, I wanna be a homer and say, but if we win this, Chris, I will Who? De- ooh. CJ. It's Chris. Uh, producer, we talked about it last episode. Oh yeah, hey, what's up, producer? Hey, Chris. Um, Hi. Okay. Um, all right. No, uh, gr- great conversations. I, I, I see your point, Miller. Like, I don't know why this game is significant to us. We're not in the same tier, it is, but, but it just is. It just is. Whatever you go against yeah. the best, it's always a game that you want to look forward to. To yeah. have don't that. Want to see and, where your team is at against the champion? Yeah, like, that's the yeah. thing. Like, we do. It's we a, do. It's a, a three twenty-five start. Like, I mean, most a lot more eyes are going to be on this game. I I don't know. I just feel like it's no, no. I I get it. It's a good like thermometer, right? A good barometer of like what this team's going to do. Are they fighting? Are they getting blown out forty nothing? Right? I get it. It's it's Justin Fields against Patrick Mahomes, two of the most electric quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, and he is electric, dude. Yeah. Electricity doesn't take into account his passing performance. There you go. Thank um, you. 
the bottom line is the Bears were in a lot of games last year because of Justin Fields. So I the fact is don't that has that narrative has to stop though. Like I was going I was basically piggybacking on what you said, oh, jackass. My bad. So to to your point, if we keep it close, one drive could decide the game yes. and it could tilt the Bears way. But I don't see it happening. Mwah. Chef kisses. Chef kisses, boys. I love it. Um, the game I wanted to highlight, um, and I was ta- thinking through this as we were talking about the Chiefs, is the game at LA Lakers. Um, you know? Lakers? We're, Lakers? we're playing basketball now. LA, Lakers? LA Chargers. Can you uh, show me can you show me your whiskey drink for one second? It's halfway done. Good fucking lord. <laughs> Okay, L.A. Chargers. We're so, keeping that in. We're keeping that in. I well, hope you know we, that. We should. L.A. Chargers, right? Um, uh, Justin versus Justin. Herbert versus Fields. Uh, that offense uh, with a new offensive coordinator at L.A. Kellen Moore is there. Should be more charged up. Uh, you know? And... Uh, I think you're right. I think that's definitely going to be an interesting offense to take a look at unfortunately i don't think i got any pieces of that in my fantasy realm but it's okay we'll, we'll still make it work but well, um now like uh i think when we talk about this game initially um cj was the only one that said we it might be a w both of us says a loss but anyway uh well, I, I did want to point out though and then miller will swing it to you because this is our second um primetime game this one being a, a Sunday nighter for week eight. Um, Miller will probably be in bed by the time the final score will go. Uh, which, I'll be in bed by halftime. Yeah. Um, funny M- story. Funny random Miller's story. Miller's 70, I, by the way, guys. He's listen, 70 years old. Funny random story. He invited me to, games. Miller invited me to a Sunday nighter. We were really excited to watch. And then after the first quarter is over, he looks at me. He goes, <laughs> yeah, you're leaving at halftime, right? Because I got to go to bed. <laughs> well, wasn't it a blowout? Weren't we, weren't we losing we were like deb- 20 points? We were, yeah, but we were debating it, but I thought we were going to stick there for the long run, and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and leave. Okay, but that's a funny story. Um, uh, thank, thanks for making me jealous that I cannot just come over and watch a game yes, over there. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Highways we, exist for a reason. Yes. Anyway. Highways, Ubers. But um, So, yeah, I, I believe, and I have to... Uh, pull this back i believe i have them as a win and you guys had them as losses uh miller what what are you thinking for this game being a sunday nighter and you're only gonna watch half <laughs> no i watched the full game just just the second half is in my bed my cozy <laughs> bed that i may fall asleep at depending on the results of this game which i think it could be lopsided um i don't see us beating the chargers in la obviously i know it's not really a home field advantage but Having to go across country to play a good offense when our defense hasn't proved anything. Well, I don't think we're going to get the W, Um, but it it will be a good test. They are supposed to be a pretty good team this year, especially offensively, and they do have the Bosa boy over there as well as Mac. So we have that revenge factor. You know, Mac's going to come to play. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here. I, I do expect us to lose this one, though. No, um, you, you guys do know that when the Bears played in L.A., um, they estimated that the crowd was more in favor of Chicago than L.A. So, yeah, 
usually Chargers games are lopsided. They they don't really have a fan base. It's like you know San Diego, LA. Like, you know, there's a whole thing going on there. But, yeah, no. Bears fans do travel well, though, right? That's also a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, this might be a good point, boys, to, like, plug in the stuff. There are bigger divisional games, right? You may be questioning why we didn't cover them. So, drum roll, CJ. Oh, wait. I think I have a button for this. Hold on. G- give it to me. Okay. G- Boom! Trio of Positivity is bringing special guests on each divisional game. We'll preview the game with you the week prior. We'll talk about the Bears game, especially divisional rival. We'll bring their fans on so they can give us specifics and matchups to look out for and their outlook on the game. Um, you know, we, we live in Chicago. A lot of our friends are... They root for other teams because Chicago is quite a nice hodgepodge of different cultures, different states coming together. So we thought it would be a good idea to bring friends on and talk through that. So that's the big announcement. Starting with next week, we have a special guest to talk Packers game like like uh, yeah, yeah. Miller already mentioned. You guys want to say anything else? Otherwise, should we go back to our – we can go wrap up the prediction and, and I, call this I, episode – I will go ahead and say if any of our friends that are listening to this and are following any of the other teams that we'll be playing against and you're interested in joining us, feel free to let us know. We will probably reject you, but it's nice to see what uh, who's actually interested in, um, in wanting to talk um, football because we enjoy it, obviously. Yeah. All I- right. Let's give us, a, give us the rundown of uh, the Bears schedule. Let's. Do it. All right. <laughs> Here we go with the rundown, boys. Uh, we are going to go fairly quick. And I do have a new chart to make sure that I tally up everyone's records um, in here correctly. Uh, I, I just want to confirm we have loss for Chargers, right? We have a loss there. And then Boopin, we also have a loss there. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to go ahead and say, and just to keep the rundown, as clean, we'll re- do a quick review. So, week one, Green Bay, Miller lost. CJ, win, can CJ you remind lost. us of our original records when ah, we did this? Yes, I think I in week one. Um, good call, Miller. I apologize for that. So, you both had the Bears going eight and nine. I had them going seven and ten. So, what was what was uh Vegas odds, Miller? Seven and a half. So, I would have been. Under. I would be under, and you guys would be over. So that's that's kind of interesting. CJ, so, it's amazing. You have us winning against Kansas City, Chargers, and then you have us them going seven and nine. Well, that was seven and last ten. Seven time. and ten. That was that was from our first episode. Oh shit! Yeah, so you can kind of see. I I think we're gonna see some changes. I'm I'm very excited. Everyone has their their schedule up, so we can kind of run through this. We're yep. good to go. All right. Yes. So again, week one, Miller lost. Boop and win. I have him losing Green Bay. We're gonna go week two against Tampa. Miller win. Boopin win. <laughs> sweep, 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 sweep. I need. Sweep. I need sweep. to go first. I need to go first. But I'm. I'm going win. Um. So that's my first deviation. Um, it, it was my Tampa. deviation. Tampa to... looks like shit. I think they do when look uh, like shit. I think when we <laughs> also had this was uh, 
Maybe Tom Brady was still in play, I think, right? I believe. No. No? Then, no. Yeah, I was drinking a lot that day. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you also have us beating Kansas City, so it makes sense. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I still believe in that. Week three, we have it. Uh, Miller losing against Kansas City. Boopin losing, and I have a mess winning. Week four against uh, Denver. And I believe um, we didn't have times of when these games were being played. Um, that's going to be a noon game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boopin, what do you got? Win, baby. Miller, change it. Give me change, that W. Change. Give me that W. Win. I have them losing. I have the. I have them losing that one. Yeah, Sorry. Russell Wilson coming into Soldier, tearing it up true, with though. the lack of zero wide receivers. T- talking about Just team old man Sutton. Talking about an old team with bad vibes. If Peyton is saying, "Hey, if we suck this year, it's the old coach's fault," I think the vibes are really bad in but Denver. But you know what? I thought about it. I thought about it. That's going to be bad if the Jets have a great offensive year because that's their. That was the old head coach. So, I mean, I mean, he sucked as a head coach. It doesn't really. It's coach, kind of but, irrelevant. I mean, but the fact that he can still coach like that, and I mean, look I mean, at Nagy. Oh, uh, yeah. Some um, offensive coaches. Can here's be here's the thing about coaches, the Bears. The coach. stigma that I've had about the Bears, and I and I think you guys know this. The teams that sometimes we're supposed to beat, we always seem to struggle on that on that point historically. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe except when we went to the Super Bowl. I think that was a that was a team that we could say no. If we're if that team is dog shit, we're beating them. Um, I'm, I'm again preseason didn't encourage anything for me. I have them losing against Denver. So week five. <laughs> We have uh, Washington. Primetime um, Thursday night. Primetime Thursday nighter at uh, Washington. I believe the Bears win. I think I'm going to change my win to a loss. Ugh. Why? I I think that defense should be better than what I expected it to be. There were lots of rumors people were getting traded, franchise tag players getting traded and stuff like that. I think Washington is a more balanced team. You know, it's better vibes on that team. The crazy, psychotic owner is gone. So I feel like the it's the turning of the tides in Washington. Fields wants that W against Washington. He didn't get it last year because Mooney couldn't catch the ball clean. Oh, I forgot so about he's that. He's going to get it this year. Give me that W. Um, Boopin, I believe you're you're updating the deviations mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. top. So mm-hmm. I think I had Denver winning. So just make sure I have them losing on on that one. Um, and then Miller, you have W here. All right. <clears throat> Week six, which interestingly enough, two of the positive brigades had this game as a uh, as a team a game to talk about. I think we can kind of talk a little bit about it, being that it is a divisional rivalry. Um, I will say though, I had them as a loss. I think the Bears win this one. <laughs> Flipped all your picks. Who? Who's? What? What happened to CJ? Someone kidnapped him too. Underdog mentality. <laughs> Underdog mentality. Hey, buddy, I love it. Don't ever change. I, 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 I see that too. Like. In Minnesota, if, like, God forbid, something happens to Justin Jefferson, I don't know what happens to that offense, you know? It's like well, a the very... tight end would probably... The tight end would well, probably Hawkinson, be... Well, Hawkinson, you still have the rookie Jordan Addison, but it's, out of the backfield... 
And like, yeah, I do agree, I do. but we are saying week six, so it's like you, Early they on. do have time to kind of to kind of balance. But I think you're absolutely right. I think this team heavily relies on on the performance of the wide receiver for sure. And he's the best in the game, so they are going to use him. They're going to use him often, and I don't. Oh fuck! I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Oh shit! We're gonna yeah. win. We're gonna win. <laughs> Wait, Jalen is gonna shut him down. He's gonna Bro. do it. He's gonna shut him down. Miller, you said are gonna sneak. For the you, record, you yes. said win coming Overrated. Into this. Yeah. Overrated that the Mike the Vikings were. What are you saying now? He's saying I'm same saying thing. win. I'm saying oh, win. Oh, are, uh, from the standpoint of like the overrated, given everything we just said about the the Vikings, you're still thinking that's an overrated team. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Okay. But I think okay. I was going to. On my sheet, I have them as a loss. I'm going off of my sheet that I made before this episode, and I had ah, it as a loss. But what, I'm flipping what, it to what a win. It? What flipped Jaylen it? Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson usually shows up against big wide receivers, and you know he wants Justin Jefferson. And wow. I think he can can tame him at home. And I think it'll be it'll do enough for the the Bears to get a W here. Woo! Woo! Wow! Switches everything. Interesting. All right. We then switch back to uh, week seven. Uh, we have the Las Vegas Raiders here. Again, this is a team I believe we all agree the Bears should beat, right? Can I get a yes on anyone here? I am changing yes. my to win. So you're changing yours to win. Miller, I'm assuming this is a team the Bears have to beat, correct? Yes. Uh, gotta of course, be, be, I gotta of get course beat because you guys say that the Bears will lose this game on my end because it is a team that we have to beat. And we won't. <laughs> oh, another clean sweep. Okay. No, so it wasn't a sweep. He is lost. I have lost. But you are switching the other way. Wow. Okay. Again, if it's a team the Bears have to beat, we won't. <laughs> it's a trio of half positivity over here. Okay. Two thirds positive. Uh, Miller, you, ha- you have win, right? And Boopin, you have win just to make sure I have this new sheet. Uh, we yep. already talked about week eight against uh, the Chargers for primetime. Um, Miller, Boopin have them losing. I have them winning that game. And then I think this was the one sleeper game that I wanted to talk about. It's against New Orleans at New Orleans. Um, Miller, why don't you kick us off here? I think week New nine, Orleans uh, just got Vegas's quarterback in Derek Carr. Yep. And I think he's going to take that team to the next level. Some people don't think he's a very good quarterback. I do think he's an average quarterback. I don't think he's great, but I think he can get it done. He's got Chris Olave as a wide receiver who is going to take a giant step this year. And Derek Carr is going to be the reason for that. I think the Saints, uh, we go into New Orleans where... We don't have fond memories of New Orleans typically beating us in the playoffs, and I think they do it again here. Yeah, don't so remind. You have you have that's a loss. Yeah. Yes, that's a loss. Wow. All right. I'm gonna change my W to a loss as well. Uh, better vibes coming off of New Orleans uh, with the quarterback change. The defense looks better than I expected too. So, I'm changing my win to a loss. Um. Yeah, it's a loss. I it's very hard to play in in the Superdome, especially if New Orleans is going to be that uh, that competitiveness that's that's out there. Um, it, the fans support them like that's a great fan base, and it's it's very hard to uh, to do that in uh, New Orleans. Boys, I need you. Okay, 
So New Orleans, all three of us has it as losing. Next up is Carolina. Okay. Can we get a sweep of W's over here? Well, before I, we do that, it is a primetime game. Bryce Young makes his uh makes his debut. Uh-huh. Bring it home, CJ. You guys are saying win. So Yes, for our we're podcast, saying win. We're gonna beat the team that we traded for Bryce Young. We're gonna <laughs> put it to him. CJ Moore revenge game, boys. This is our f- first primetime no. loss. Wow. Ooh, he goes with a loss against a rookie. That team's trash. Come on. The team we need to beat. <laughs> okay. Well, CJ, since you're already in the negative land, Ooh. we are playing the Lions at Detroit. What do you think we will do? Listen, this is another game that I have fond memories of going uh, to Ford Field and 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 watching the Bears win out there. I but don't know. Did they win? When yeah, they won. They won. When we went, yeah, we, that was we, when Calvin set the record, wasn't it? We were there for that. <laughs> we we still got awesome. heckled, but yeah. <laughs> oh, we got heckled, and I got to yell scoreboard. Which, as a, as a sports fan. Scoreboard, you can't say that anymore. That's so mean now because you got to have better material. But uh, Bears lose. Um, I agree which, with you. Which maintained what we predicted from from yeah. our first. Yeah. Um, it's a way. Detroit is on the up and up. Probably a little bit ahead of the. Um, that O line is solid. That D line is solid. I'll I'll say a loss as well. Give me I, that L. Give you the L. Also is. Um, I, I, I hate to do this while we're recording. I, I, I just came to me. Not a, not a Thanksgiving game, huh? Nope. Kind nope. of odd. We're, we're, we're used to uh, having that a little it's bit. It's on and off every, every yeah, year or I guess, so. I guess you're right about that. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, um, I think we've got a couple of things there. Um, oh, hold on. I'm okay. I think week six, Boop and you said loss against Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. You erased there. Okay. Uh and speaking of Minnesota, we're going into week twelve against Minnesota. Um This is an oh this is at Minnesota. This is at Minnesota. I think for me, if you're listening, I have them losing three in a row. The streak continues. We lose at Minnesota for my end. Boopin, what you got? Yeah. Um I feel like <clears throat> it might be a close game. But I, I feel like we don't come away with a win here. Um, we take a loss in Minneapolis. Yep, that's a loss for me as well. It's, JJ can only take you so far. And that is Jalen Johnson, not Jungle Juice. Because we all know Jungle Juice can take you wherever you want to go. <laughs> so we then go into the bye week. Um, Boopin, any deviations that... Um, that you've seen so far that catch your attention while yeah. we're in the bye? Yeah. Um, no, like lots of changes. Um, you have us winning. You you have the most at five. I have four and Miller has three. So Miller is probably more consistent than what he picked originally. I am in the middle as always. And CJ is on the bump. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You man. I, man, I will you. say this new schedule that we're doing. I'm so glad we're doing it. Uh, I did a quick tally of what we have for wins miller at the bye week has the bears with six wins boopin you and i have them at five who's risky 
I mean, and I guess that's <laughs> bye week. Bye week thirteen. We five, have them five and seven, five and six, basically. Five, five and six. Uh, five or five and six from the trio of positivity, which I'm kind of still glad. Like we're all like we're we're a coin flip basically of of these records. So, um, all right. After the bye, we start with Detroit coming to town. Um, CJ, you have the Bears on a four game losing streak. Does that change? It does. We always. You have to come off strong on a bye. You win. All right. Miller, is it a clean sweep? No, it's not. Detroit's a better team, like you mentioned before. Both sides of the line, better than the Bears. They get after fields. Hutchinson tears them apart. Two and a half sack game. Give us That's that's a loss. All right. That's a deviation for Miller and CJ. I stay with a W. It's home. After the bye, we come better prepared. Maybe get healthy. Uh, Can I ask you a question? Yes. In this scenario, what should the Bears do after the bye week that you still have them getting out of loss? You just think that the team is better? You don't think that... The Lions are the best team in the North. But the Bears have an extra week for preparation. Like That's kind of what I'm thinking. I can't convince you to change that? No. No? Fair enough. I tried. I tried, everyone. Uh, We're going week 15... At Cleveland, I already, I already changed one on my list, and I'm not willing to go that high in my ranking. Okay, my record so, isn't going to go that high. So, interesting game with this. This is part of the flex. There is a chance that this game can be played on a Saturday, or there, it can there's be on no a Sunday. chance that we're going to be flexed. It, listen, Cleveland and the Bears. Come on, listen, dude. Listen, listen. I am stating what I'm seeing based on the schedule. I show that the time has not been determined for this. And you know what is determined? A Bears loss at Cleveland. Yeah. I I had them winning originally. Cleveland has better buzz coming out of them than I expected them to be. I've changed my win to a loss as well. Miller? I'm a loss. Nope. Deshaun's having a bounce back year. That offense is going to be better. And I don't think we're going to get it done in Cleveland. Okay. Week week 16 Arizona at home though. And it's an <laughs> afternoon start. <laughs> at three twenty flexed. <laughs> Actually that probably will get flexed. That probably will get flexed. Um <laughs> uh Chris, could I CJ, could I convince you? Oh wait. Yeah, could I convince you to change their pick from the original pick, sir? Uh, well, why don't my you just original... ask him what his current pick is? Yeah, and then my... we could my, I was gonna say, I believe I have the original as a loss from from the first one. It's it's a team we have to beat, right? Don't yes, say that it. silence. That silence was enough for me. That's an L. Ah, uh, don't say. If we lose against the Cardinals, <laughs> them beating us could mean they don't get the number one pick in the NFL draft. <laughs> no, it's it's. A, I think. Um, uh, Arizona is, I think, but talent level wise, the worst team this year in the NFL. We gotta win that game. Mm-hmm. We get the win. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. And at home, we get the W. Okay. Uh, next game, Atlanta on the up and up. Uh, two of the three people have them winning. Uh, are we sticking with our original picks, CJ? I, I'm torn on this one. Because dumb don't. teams don't play well outside. W. W. Yeah. 
All right, let's make it, it is, a clean sweep. It is way che- well. Now, wait a minute. Miller, are we making it a clean sweep? I, I, I just, just said W. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that part. Sorry. No, sorry. That's the weird. I'm changing my loss to a win. We're, we're going for it. All right, last game of the season. We are up in frigid Green Bay, Wisconsin for the season finale. Paint the picture. It is, I don't know, negative 20, negative 40, whatever gets up there. It's super cold. Two Love, teams two going teams. into the play the on the brink of the playoffs. What? One el- facing elimination. One going to take it to the next level. Two teams playing for a better draft pick. I uh, will say this game is part of the Saturday Sunday flex. So yeah. No, this will probably can- get flexed. It'll probably get back just for the history of it. But um, I don't know. Game's tied. Love has the ball, takes the team down, scores. Fields has the ball last, about minute 40 left on the clock. All he has to do is drive him down the field to win. He fails. Throws it, throws it to Valus Jones and he fumbles the ball. Game over. <laughs> Season's over. That's loss. Yeah, I, 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 I would love to. This is probably uh, if they win in Green Bay. Uh, at the end of the year, that would be amazing. But I don't think they pull it. I, I think I think we come up short. It's a loss. Ooh, CJ has that smile in his face. Yeah, that's because he's counting and he realizes when he says a win, we're gonna be he's gonna be at ten wins or something like that. No, what I'm realizing is I agree with you. That's another clean sweep of losses. Our record stayed exactly the same. I know. I realize I, that. Wow. So I was more amazed at that. But what's funny, what's funny to me is that the teams that I'm picking that we should win to, uh, like Arizona being at, at, at home, being cold and stuff like that, like we should win that one. Like I'm not taking that into consideration. I'm just looking at straight matchups. I, it's possible now, like I'm laughing and it's possible that we're trying to say like we're trying to compete for that first pick and stuff like that. But the Bears are still in contention even though i have them going on a four game losing streak miller has them going on a four game losing streak and they're still in it which is kind of weird to say so that's that's more or less what i'm laughing about what are you talking about they're gonna be better they're not gonna be competing for the first pick well trade right or from our trade perspective um I, I think Green Bay, like, people are high on them. I feel like they might be, like, bottom of the NFC North. And I know that that's a lot saying that, but I don't know. Something about that team, I, I just, like, I, we just don't know. There's lots of un- variables there, in which usually we are not, you know. The, the bottom line is the bottom of the NFC North is probably going to be the team with the weakest quarterback. And it's probably going to be Love or Fields. I think that's fair. So, so with that, boys, we did change a couple games around. I think we know what we're betting for for our over under in wins. I want to end it on a question for you guys: Who is the breakout player of the Bears for twenty twenty three? I have one. What you got? Roshan Johnson, running mm. back of the future. He was wow. behind B. John, and people said if he was not behind B. John, he might have been a starting running back in some teams. 
Interesting. I'm, I'm going to go to the guy that I talked about earlier, um, Stevenson. I think him uh, as a cornerback on the defense great, is going to be a great pick. Great pick, dude. Um, I'm going to go a little bit off because I f- was frowned on on this. I think Komet has a breakout year. Um, hey, he had a he had a pretty good year last year. Yeah, Amen, but I think brother. he might be Amen. top three. I think he might be top three in tight ends. Um, you got him on your fantasy team, didn't you? No, I did oh, not. Yes. I, he got picked two picks before I had to get him. But the one thing that if if everything plays out correctly, if DJ Moore gets a little bit of the coverage that we need him to get, that that middle for for Komet should be open. I say should <laughs> because the offensive line is not there yet, and Komet will probably spend seventy percent of the field blocking than anything else. But I I think Komet can become a top three tight end this season. I don't I don't see it with um the Packers guy that we got. I don't see it. I'm just like astounded at CJ and I made six changes to our wins and loss just to end up at the same record that we initially picked. Like that's I I like the odds of that happening is like incredible. And why do you think I specifically said we should not talk about what we're gonna talk about? about these schedules because I knew I knew there was going to be some changes obviously honestly I felt we were going to have more changes on the three games that we kind of dove into but I think we are all in agreement that this Bears team is a 500 team and you know that's where our expectation is I think obviously we'll go through the moon if week one we we come out strong also like the, the the team that picked the best draft out there right we we had a lot more hits than some of the national people it's p- picking them right around the seven and a half between seven and eight games boys props to us you know cheers you know i, I did i did have them seven and ten before i switched my minnesota pick i will say because i was oh, so down you, on this you team. had it yeah all right cheers boys to a good episode cheers cheers all right sign us off all right boys great episode hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode uh thank you for hanging out with us thank you for listening we hope that you hit that like and subscribe button keep those feedback coming that's that's how we grow um you know but we're a young podcast so this is you know this is this is fun for us so thanks for hanging out with us maybe someday in the near future we'll bring you more positivity this is all we got today Have a great night.